Two Podcast, where I'm your host, Preston Planels. We've got people from all across the nation that will discuss and reveal their own ways of how they conquered their own mountains. Our goal is to give you as much information as you need on how you can reach your own highest potential and can be on top soon. I hope you enjoy. Guys, thanks so much for joining the On Top Soon podcast. We have a special guest today. We have Ali Alkonkwo. Um, I'm lucky to call him one of my closest friends, probably best friend. He is a University of Iowa tennis player. Um, he's currently in the UK, stuck in quarantine like, all, like we all are. And, uh, well, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> all right. That was, a, that was a lovely introduction there. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You know, it's just the first one a little rough. Uh, no, no. I, I, feel, I feel honored right now. I feel pretty happy. That's good. That's good. You still playing tennis? Nope. Not allowed. <laughs> all, the, all the sports and everything are shut, so there's not much to do. Um, we're not allowed to go to the club to hit, so I haven't played tennis for like three weeks. Although occasionally me and my brother go down to like the park behind our house and just try and hit on like some road or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll like say that like you're getting a little practice from your table tennis, huh? Yeah, I mean... I want to get to the point where no one can beat me. I almost did it yesterday, but then my dad beat me, which is horrendous. But, I mean, keeping an eye, eyeing for it with the table tennis. That's good. That's good. All right. Maybe maybe switch it up a bit, huh? Yeah. Well, you never know. I'll come out of this quarantine like a national table tennis player instead of a tennis player. <laughs> that sounds good. So... Uh, today, I just want to like, catch up on um, a little bit of uh, like how recruiting went. Um, I know a lot of our listeners are going to want to um, know how your process went, especially being um, international and knowing how that process went, because it can be really different um, from like how we do it in America, or maybe not, um, but that's for our listeners to find out. So kind of tell me how the process went. I mean... You're a big time tennis player, ranked top twenty-five. Yeah, I read it a little bit. He uh Ollie was also just, you know, being top twenty-five and when he was a junior in high school and eventually just what, number one soon? So give me a little backstory and how that process went. I mean, so I, I came from a small club called uh Maidenhead Lawn Tennis Club. And uh there's a uh, boys obviously at uh, there's always going to be people older than you. And uh, there was one, one good guy called uh, George. And he went to the States uh, first. He was the first out of most of us. I know there were some others before, but he was the first one I knew. And uh, I just remember him, like, talking about how he wants to go see seeing places. And he was pretty good as well. And um, so we uh, we got in touch with his family, and they gave us some, like, some insight on what we should do. Um, I actually ended up, so one of my other mates, he was a year above me, he was going, he goes to, he now goes to, uh, I want to say Tennessee, it's not Tennessee, because he used to go to Gardner-Webb, but um, he recommended this uh, this agency called Stars and Stripes, of which I met Pippa Lane, who uh, was the lady who pretty much got me where I am today. Um, she got me in touch with loads of coaches. Um, 
she, uh, we had a showcase, which that's where I met Ross, who's my current uh, coach now. Um, he came along with two other coaches, one from Dartmouth, one from uh, Northwestern, to come watch me and another player play. Um, that I introduced myself afterwards. We got talking. Turns out he'd actually um, messaged me a year before. I just ignored it because, you know, I'm up it. Yeah. But, uh, Spam mail. That was pretty much she. I, I basically went through Stars and Stripes and Tippa basically got me in contact with all the coaches I was talking to. And then uh, from there, it was kind of her showing me like what I need to do. And like, uh, so like the important forms to like be um, ready to play for the uh, in the NCAA. Um, just making the links with loads of coaches, really. Um, not much more to be said. And then the, basically the rest of it was basically on my own back. Like it was me building a relationship with uh, the coaches and seeing like what school is going to be best for me, what school, like academic wise, what school is going to be good good for me because I wanted to go to a fairly academic school. Um, and then obviously the tennis is very important as well. I wanted to, I wanted personally, I know there are other people who want to go to like top schools at the time. Um, but um, there, um, I, I wanted to be part of something like growing. So I, Iowa, when I when we came in, uh, my year came in, we were ranked pretty low. And then last year we had our best year, and I think we got the highest of ranking of forty. And then this year we were top twenty when the season got pulled wow. to a start. So I wanted to be a part of something growing. But I mean, everyone's different. Like some people want to be part part of that. Some people want to go straight into a top level school. Some people want to like kick back and like enjoy their tennis rather than being so focused or focus on other things. So like, there are so many different aspects to do. Yeah. Just depending on. Yeah. So um, I know you mentioned how uh, it was like how you were um, in connect, like connecting with your uh, with the relationship. And, uh, like, tell me how that was, especially, like, different from different colleges. I mean, you were, you know, an international kid and trying to find your way into which, you know, school. I mean, a lot of people were probably trying to get at you and try to pull you to a school. So how, how was it different for, like, Iowa or what, what was the – what was what the coach said, like, made you want to go, come here? Yeah, it's, a, it's like a – it was a weird process in the sense that, one, I'd never been to the States before. And two, like, I'm building a relationship with someone I have no idea. Like, I, I don't know this person. It's, like, a completely new relationship. Um, I'm putting a lot of faith in into him. And then also he's putting a lot of faith into me. Um, so I think the main the main thing that got me to Iowa was the fact that I knew Ross cared a lot for uh, the team and like what he, I knew what he wanted to do with the team. He also showed a lot of interest in what he wanted to do specifically for my game, which um, obviously is very appealing because I, I want to improve as a tennis player. Um, but then there's also the fact like, like we're trying to, when we're building this relationship, I felt like Ross really could take me and he wasn't just talking about me. That's the thing. It wasn't solely just on me. He was like, his aspirations for the team rather than just me as an individual. Yes, there was some individual talk as well, but then I felt like I trusted Ross a lot. Um, we had that 
yeah, we had we had a, we had a good connection in the sense that, I mean, I I trusted him. I came out, I came to visit, and then everything he said lined up in the visit, and then like before I know it, I signed the papers to go to Iowa. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a, that sounds all fun, you know. <laughs> I think we all yeah. happy when we sign those papers, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird though because you've got you've got so many places to go. Yeah. Like there are so many different places to go, and not necessarily all of them are going to fit. But like, it's literally. Uh, one thing I really helped really helped me in like knowing that I was where I should be is the fact I had a good relationship with my coach, and then yeah. like we kept in contact. I was in contact with the team as well. That was a big thing um, leading up to when I came in August, and then things were things were fine. I mean, yeah, yeah, relationship important. Yeah, that's that's good. Um, yeah, for me, I was I was the exact same way. Except I wasn't really close with my uh, my head coach as much, so I was actually I think I told you this I was uh, I didn't talk to my head coach to maybe November, so I was like three months before and yeah it was, it was a little while it was a little while you know and uh, it was um, you, you definitely don't want to do that um, you definitely want to start off on the good on the right foot and. Uh, it was unfortunate because one of my coaches that, or the main coach that uh, got me to Iowa left on the first day. So mm-hmm. finding that change to, to not really like like the coaches, but just kind of respect them and what they do is, it was really hard. And, um, but yeah, man, it's, uh, I mean, we, I think you'd agree with me on this, that like the, the whole recruiting process was just like stressful. It's a bunch oh, of emotions. Yeah. It was unbelievable, huh? Yeah, I mean, I I actually signed early. So I signed in November. And uh, I think the normal signing period is what, like April? Yeah, uh, about I, April I, I also signed in October. I signed in October. Yeah. yeah so like, that was me. I got some good results leading up to it. And then I signed with Iowa. And then there's also, there's still coaches popping up to me saying like, look, are you interested in college tennis? And I'm like, well, actually, I'm already signed by where I can't can't be talking to you, all that stuff. And it's just like, uh, <clears throat> it was a big relief when I, when I signed, honestly. Like, it was like, okay, because I thought, okay, we have one year, not even a year, to try and find myself a place that I'm going to thrive at, I'm going to improve my tennis, and then I'm going to get a decent, like, uh, degree out of as well. So, like... Obviously, there's loads. There's obviously there's loads of places in the states, but like, I felt <clears throat> that panic. I I wouldn't say I rushed into it, but like that September to November period was very rushed. I mean, I literally managed to my my official visit where I went to Iowa and then I went to Mercer, which is in Macon. Which I think is Atlanta. I'm not very good with my. Um, yeah, no, I, don't even, I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> but uh, I went to those two places. I was actually supposed to, I think, visit Denver as well. And then Dartmouth was like in and out. And then on the last, like, when everyone was finalizing it, I had 
um, Denver drop out and then Mercer drop out of the visit as well. So I was like, well, does that mean I'm only going to Iowa to visit? And then literally all of the plan for my visit was made two weeks, two weeks before, three, maybe three weeks before I, I left for the States to, to go and visit these colleges. That's crazy. So it was, it was hectic. I was literally like, I need to go like see something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it, it was like a, it was like a mousetrap. I literally walked in, eyes bigger than my right. my head. Like yeah. it was an absolute eye opener. It was um, obviously my first time in the states. Never experienced anything like it. And I literally came to Iowa's campus and I completely loved it. I was just like, this is unbelievable right now. Yeah, that's good. And pretty much, but it was so hectic. And then I think that's what made it. That's what made me jump into signing so quickly. Um, I, I genuinely think I probably would have still signed if I hadn't signed in November I probably would have still signed in April to be honest I, I, I like the coach I liked the team as well we had Brits on the team yeah um, so I kind of felt like at home so yeah that's good um, yeah I think I think for me it was uh, it was pretty hectic just because there were so many uh, so many schools that you were just talking to like I was talking to so many schools but then you had to choose like which ones you could go on officials on or you could yeah. choose which ones you had to bring it down. So like that was really stressful in general because you didn't want to let down anybody. You know, I think, I think for me, that was the, that was the big, biggest part is just uh, trying to not let anyone down. I mean, I think yeah. you didn't want to let down your parents, especially if they were pushing for a school. Uh, I know for my parents, my parents were like, you know, a Cali guy coming going to Iowa, like that's the middle of nowhere. Where is where is Iowa? You know, you gotta the hardest part, you know, I think you know, the hardest part is just trying to, you know, figure out what, what best fits you. And I mean, mm-hmm. I think when it comes down to it, like the hardest part is like what I just said, doing what you think is best for you. I mean, you're going to college for you. You know, you're not going to college. Your, your parents aren't going to be there anymore. You know, you're not going to, like, keep, like, just have them on the phone or have them holding your hand the whole time. Like, I think that was probably one of the hardest things for me. I mean, you know, you don't want to lay your parents down. I mean, did you want to lay your parents down at all? Or was were you just fine? You were like, oh, oh yeah. I absolutely, I, yeah, I absolutely wanted to let my parents down. That was the, that was the only thing I had in my mind. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I actually, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I kind of was actually persuaded because I was stuck with um, with choice. As in, I was stuck between Mercer and Iowa and um, two completely different schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two yeah. completely different atmospheres. Um, uh, I loved Mercer to bits just because, I mean, the coach was really nice to me and I, I had a good relationship with him. I liked the campus. It was a smaller campus. Um but then Iowa, obviously, I had a good relationship with Ross. I liked the team as well. Um, they had unbelievable facilities. And then they were also very academic school as well. Um, my dad uh, my dad said, Ollie, you were going to Iowa. As soon as we stepped foot in Iowa, you were going to Iowa. I didn't care what you said, but you were going there. I was like, oh, yeah, fair enough. Well, I kind of was swerved by, uh, by my dad in that sense. But, like, honestly, like, take – I'd say take parents' advice because obviously they know you best. Um, Just go with what you're happy with, really. Yeah. Um, 
I had a, as I said, I had a good uh, relationship with Eric, who was the coach at Mercer. So letting him down, like having to make that phone call <laughs> to say, oh, look, I've chosen to go to Iowa was pretty tough. But I mean, I wanted to make my parents proud. I think I think I did so. Like I went to a good school. Good. I mean, the amount of times I've been, I've been told where it's like, Oh, Ollie! Congratulations on signing with uh, Idaho or Ohio. And yeah, they don't even know what school it is. They don't even yeah. know school. They get the eyes mixed up. They get the uh, they get Ohio or or something. It's weird. My my favorite is when they go, "Oh, you go to Iowa State," and I'm like, "Ooh, yeah, that that hurts. That hurts. Yeah, I I would never wear those colors. I'm sorry for anybody oh, thinking about. But um, yeah, I think. Or, you know, for Iowa State, you know, any, any athletes yeah, yeah. out there here now for Iowa State? We love really. <laughs> but, uh, I like you. <laughs> I, I just wanted to make people uh, people proud of me. I mean, I had my coach here um, telling me one thing, like, but I actually went against some of my coaches' decisions, or well, not decisions, but like uh, um, advice by going to Iowa. Really? Um, but it turns out to be well. I mean, to suit me well. Yeah, honest. that's good. That's good. Um, I mean, I think. Um, I mean, the biggest thing was just trying to have like I think like we talked about just having that like coaches like relationship. I mean, you had it with both Mercer and Iowa. Like letting one of them down is probably one of the hardest things you've done so far in your life, huh? I mean, it's just yeah. crazy, man. Did I lose you? I just lost you there. Oh, it's all right. It's all right. Okay. <laughs> it's all right. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll go on next thing. So, um, well, you, you obviously talked about the uh, the officials. That was fantastic for you. Um, what would you say is something that, like, only in, um, like, the sport of tennis would, like, tennis players looking out to play, like, D1, oh, D2, D3. One sec. Yeah. I'm going to move because... <laughs> Internet is unstable, of course. <laughs> One sec. All right. Sorry. All right. What was that question? <laughs> you're good. You're good. Um, I was going to say... Huh? No, I can hear you now. I can hear you. Oh, okay, yeah. good. All right, all right. So, um, I think one of the biggest things, like, so this whole thing, this whole podcast is, is based around, like, different athletes. So, how would it um, differ between, like, for tennis being from, like, swimming like I do or from football like I do? I mean, I think we both know that, it's a little harder to get persuaded in tennis and swimming than it is football or basketball because we don't have the big giant stadiums or the uh, or the big giant you know like money from from fundraisers or just the the you know anything the popularity the the Friday night lights you know so like how would you how, how did you how did you pick or not really pick Iowa but I mean how would you say like a tennis player should go if they're listening to this podcast right now like. I think a lot of people are trying to look at, um, you know, D one, D two, or D three schools that are that are really looking to play tennis. I mean, how would you 
for any tennis players out there, what would you say to them? I mean, one thing that's really important, like you need to be clear uh, from a tennis perspective, you need to be clear on what you actually want from college. Like for me, I wanted to improve my game so that I can go and play pro afterwards. Um, other people, they want to go and they want to keep playing tennis, but they want to focus on their academics, which is absolutely fine. Some people want to just go and experience college. I mean, they just play. But I think one thing that's really clear, and you need to make sure you know what it is you want from your college experience. And then that will give you a pretty good idea on like the programs that you need to go and look for. Um, Location as well, big thing. Um, I help friends all over the States as in who come from the UK as well, who absolutely love where they live. I'm not going to lie. I, I actually, I, I do like Iowa as in, as a location. Um, gets a bit cold sometimes. A little but, bit, a little bit. Too much for my comfort. Yeah, I mean, most of the time it's actually pretty nice. Um, yeah, I think location, what you actually want from your college experience and then also your team. Like that's something that's really, really important because at the end of the day, those are the people you're going to be spending almost every day with training every single day, going through the hard times, the, the fun times, wins, losses. Yeah. Those are the people you're going to be spending all most of your experiences with. So uh, you need to definitely look at, uh, look at those, how you're going to fit in there. Yeah. I think 20 hours a week, 20 hours a week. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I did pretty well, and I knew I uh, I went and I met the guys. Um, I thought I was going to fit in pretty well because, I mean, pretty much everyone on the team, everyone's pretty sociable. Um, they're pretty encouraging as well. We have that kind of brotherhood kind of vibe with us. So that's something for me. Like, I have people to look up to, people I can support, and something really important to look at. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I think a lot of the a lot of people try to find that balance between like school and and try to get along with the teams. You know, like I think I have a couple of friends who are already struggling, and they're not even sports. They're just trying to make friends. You know, and I mean, we got to We kind of have to get along with those with those people in our sport because if you don't, you're just going to be miserable the whole time. You know, I yeah. think. Um, our friends are probably the the biggest key to to finding, you know, what how how well we want to do, and um, I think it's just I, I mean I think it was it was hard for me because I mean I think we talked about it you know didn't get along with everyone we had a lot of drama yeah. you know just drama all the way around you don't want to even know about it I'll, I'll spare the, the the audience for this one but. Um, I mean, so yeah, I know I know you talked about talked a lot about how you loved Iowa, but um, how was that transition? I mean, you know, school wise, practice wise. I mean, I think we both can can say that the uh, the practice was a lot harder in the, within the span of how long we have. You know, I mean, practice wise, it was harder. School wise, you're trying to balance it out, trying to figure out what you want to do. I mean, give it to me. What was what was the story for you? Because you're right. I'm, I'm not going to spare you here. I'm, I'm not going to lie. My, my, uh, my transition, it was, uh, it was tough. Uh, <laughs> I struggled. 
I mean, I'm in a new country, experiencing new cultures. The schooling system is completely different to what I'm used to at home. Uh, I've gone from playing like four hours a week of tennis to playing 20 hours a week. I mean, I, I struggled big time. I mean, it was yeah, it was tough. Uh, that first couple, the first couple of weeks in the fall. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I've had, I had moments where I was like, do I actually, do I really want to be here? Like, am I, am I meant for this place? Is this gonna be the right spot for me? And I think um, <clears throat> one thing we can touch base on, like the thing that got me through it was friends. I mean, my teammates were very supportive of me, and in the sense that they knew what. I could do and they knew when I was given a good effort when I wasn't given a good effort and they 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 pushed they pushed me um both physically and mentally um yeah it was it was it was a tough it was a tough first couple months I mean I'd call back home yeah waking mum up at like 3am in the morning like in tears because I just couldn't couldn't handle it or something like that but like I mean, I still have the most, those moments now. Don't get me wrong, but like the transition was tough. Like, I think it's just you go from what you know into, and you're just literally, as they say, you're thrown out into the world. It's like so many people to meet, which is great. Um, but you're a lot more independent, and you really are made aware of that in your first couple of couple of months, you know, in college. Yeah. So. You you kind of said how um, you know friends friends helped you through it and stuff like that and you talked about how um, the, the the struggles you know every day you were probably I mean this is my first year this is your second year but I mean my first year I mean I think I don't think I ever you know cried to you but I think I think I did have my moments I mean how did you get over that I mean it's different for for everybody I mean. You know, you have people who listen to music. You have people who, who write things down. Um, you calling your mom, spending time with your friends. I mean, how how did you overcome those? Like, people people are going to feel left alone. You know, I think I think that's how I felt. I mean, I could probably guess that that's how you felt a lot of the time. Just, you know, stuck in one place, couldn't do anything about it. Um, how, how did you get over that? <clears throat> So it was it was tough at first. Um, I'm one of those people who like, yeah, I'm like a friendly face and I'll smile and laugh with people and stuff like that. But like when I'm actually like struggling, like I tend to like isolate myself myself. So I don't really reach out to anyone. I can't. People will see I'm suffering, but I just won't let them in. Kind of thing. Um, I think one one step that was really helpful was when I I mean my my teammates. Uh, our senior at the time, Jonas, uh, he 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 would come up to me and like to be honest, everyone on the team really helped me a lot. And I think the thing that helped me most was me actually letting them in, like letting them help me, kind of thing. Not turning like turning away from them and like you know like oh my gosh, there is a massive wasp in here. <laughs> right, I'm terrified of wasps. <laughs> Um, I'm going to move. One right. <laughs> Keep in mind, everybody, Ollie yeah. Oko is afraid of wasps. <laughs> it's a big-ass wasp. Um, 
so yeah um so letting people letting people help me i think was a big thing and then also knowing that yeah times are going to be tough like everyone's going to go through them like it's normal not just me going through it like just accepting the fact yeah there are going to be some good days yeah there are going to be some bad days but at the end of the day you get through it kind of thing yeah and i I did we can both say that the the good days outweigh the bad days a lot of the time oh for sure yeah i have some great memories in uh from iowa in my freshman year and then there's also the fact i had my roommate as well like nikita got me through a lot of this a lot of the stuff Uh, i was gone nice one uh, Nikita got me through a lot of the stuff. I mean, he, I mean, we both had some good days. We had both had some bad days, but we got each other through it. Like to have someone there that I knew I could go to. Like I've gone to Nikita for so many things. Yeah. Like weird, funny. Yeah. <laughs> the guy, unbelievable. But in my freshman year, yeah, he was a big, he was a big influence. Yeah. And like how I how how I dealt with things, and another thing as well, like my coaches, like yeah. obviously they want what's best for you. Like, why not go to your coaches? Yeah, that's one thing I ended up doing. Like, I went to my coaches, and they're like, "Yeah, okay, you suck at this, you suck at that." As in, like my for me, organization horrendous, <laughs> right? and that well, led to be like, huh? Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. It's very horrendous. So that led to me like not doing homeworks and like missing out on assignments and stuff like that. Time management, horrendous, right? And my coach just made me aware of that. He's like, Ollie, look, you're not stressed in school. Do you know why you're stressed in school? You're a smart lad. But the reason you're stressed in school is because you're doing homeworks at like 2 a.m. in the morning when they're due the next morning. Yeah. <laughs> and you could have done it straight after practice or something like that. Like, you need to time manage so much better. Yeah. yeah. And then that helped a lot. I mean, I think I became better than that. But coaches, friends, just reaching out to letting people in, those are the things that helped me most. And just avoid doing the all the Ollie time management plan, which yes. is 2 a.m. homework. Don't oh do that. <laughs> I, I tell you, I've done some – some late night lab reports. I think every lab report I've had to do, I don't think I finished it before four o'clock in the morning when I have, when I have to be up at 6am for practice. Yeah. Yeah. Living on two hours of sleep. I can't believe it. Practice often two hours of sleep is honestly one of the worst things I've ever experienced. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I've been there. I did that this year. It was. I had one like hour. I had the one hour. <laughs> one hour. <laughs> one hour, bro. I had. I did so much homework. I got so much done that I woke up. I went to bed at like four thirty. Woke up at five thirty. Went to practice at six, and I don't even think my body knew that it was awake. Like I think yeah. I was in sleep mode. So I was. I was lifting and I was squatting and I was like. Am I actually here, or is this like <laughs> a thing? You know, like you can't tell. So just we gotta. I mean, just time management, key point, key point. Take all that time manage. <laughs> yes. It's honest, so, honestly, so much stress is relieved once you do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, 
if you were to if you were to kind of give like some advice on um not advice but like how would you like tell everybody about how like you make friends outside of tennis like i think i think a lot of people kind of uh try to go to college you know just focus on their sport and stuff i mean i know me and you have a lot of friends i mean you especially ladies man over here he he, he has uh, he has uh, everybody you know he uh, he knows a lot of people and um, I would think that like a lot of people outside of tennis even helped you through all that stuff too, right? Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, I, mean start, I had both. Like, uh, obviously, in Iowa we have a pretty decent athletic community. Um, I went to the events hosted, which brought the teams together, just so I could like, meet new people. Obviously, in the in the first semester we have this thing called. Uh, what's it called, ATS, Athletic Transition Seminar, yeah. where you're usually oh. in a class oh. with other athletes to make friends, which was great. I have some, one of my, clo- uh, a couple of my closest friends are from that class. Yeah. Um, also, like, even in the, in, in the dorms, like, I think the first week, me and Nikhil literally just went up every single floor, just walking around, <laughs> just going to meet new people and just making, like, those connections. Um, I think that's something really important. Just go and like meet people. You know what I mean? Like go see, go see uh, what everyone's doing. Kind of. We even went into other dorms. Like we were in the first couple of weeks. We had our schoolwork. We were like so bored. We were just like, we might as well just go meet some new people, <laughs> like, friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I think the social aspect. I mean, that helped a lot. Yeah. I mean, the dorms are an absolute godsend because there's always someone who's doing nothing <laughs> there's always yeah. someone to go around with you know what I mean like there's always someone to go eat within the dining hall there's always someone to go and go do homework with even like always like that's one thing that going moving into an apartment was uh tough about I was uh I felt like so isolated because I was like I've gone from having I don't know countless number of people uh, who I can just go and like call up and be like look yo do you want to just go snack at the dining hall yeah to like living uh just with my teammates and they're, they're half the time they're busy so yeah like a uh, big difference yeah and just meeting yeah. people around the dorms dorms yeah. help so much yeah I mean I think uh a lot of the time you know knowing that many people gets your mind off things like, it gets your mind off of the stress of school. It gets your mind off the stress of, sw- like, for me, swimming, tennis, other sports. Like, so that you're not always just school, sport, school, sport, school, sport. Like, I mean, and it's also just, like you said, good connection, networking. I mean, yeah. you know maybe more than half of your class, which is, what, like, thousands? Then, I mean, <laughs> you're pretty already set for maybe, like, half the world. Like, you know, or, like, the half the state of Iowa, at least. You know, like it's just nice. I mean, if you think about it this way, I mean, the first first year is is kind of just like you get to know like the people, and then like the next year, like you bump into them downtown. They introduce you to one of their friends, and then that's another person, and then that just keeps going. And then before you know it, boom! Hey, hey, that's what we did. Just saying hello to Jeff down on that side of the road. Just saying hello to Lion there. Like, <laughs> hey, I will tell you though, 
to the audience, make sure you introduce yourself to the person <laughs> or to anyone your friend introduces you to. Because Ali Okonkwo has not introduced me to anyone of his friends. I have been, I sat in a classroom with one other person when he said, I need to go get food for maybe 45 minutes. <laughs> and I was right, okay. sitting there. Hold up, hold up, hold up. That's incorrect. Technically, I have introduced you to someone else. I just haven't been like, oh, this is Preston. Da, 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 da. I just got carried away with the conversation while you stood there. And then, hey, I mean, you guys are friends now, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's just funny the amount of people that I've, I've actually had to say, hi, my name is Preston. In order for you to go, oh, yeah, this is, this is my friend Preston, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm not too good at that. I get caught yeah. carried away. <laughs> you do well. You do well. Who? You do well. If anything, that like shows your charm. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta make your way through it. You know, I was, <laughs> I was a little freshman trying to get to know people. You know, when I met you, I just met basically the University of Iowa. I met, I met, <laughs> I met you, and I met Herky. That's what I did. I met <laughs> Herky knows everyone. I met you. You know, like, <laughs> you know I, I, I still remember the first time we met, like, in that class. Yeah. We took that bus to the the speech as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah man. I think that's the first time I've ever met with someone that I've met in person. Huh? I said I think that's the most I've ever laughed with someone I've met for the first time. That was, that was a funny speech. The, the speech where we had to go down to the Coralville. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh, I've never laughed. Yeah, because you were falling asleep for half a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't my fault. I was tired. Yeah. Um, all right. So um, I know um, we talked a lot about the transition and stuff like that. I mean, so, you know, for anybody – you know, for our younger listeners, especially, like, how would you, how would you tell, like, give, like, advice for student athletes? I mean, I think for me, I had no idea what I was doing. You know, I, I was, I had my dad who helped me, you know, um, and a coach who, who kind of knew the way, but was also a basketball coach. So he, he was trying to steer me into that direction. And then I had to steer myself back in the swimming direction. Like, how would you say, like, to go about, like, the, the recruiting process, the transition, and, you know, like, any advice you would give to, to these, like, younger younger student-athletes who are trying to look into this, like, these college experiences? I mean, I think, like I said, like, I, I, I struggle with it. You struggle with it, like you talked about. Um, what, would, what would you say to them? I'd say uh, know what you want from your college experience first. Yeah. Before you start looking, sit down with just yourself. I don't know, get like a notepad or something. Just write everything you want out of your college experience. Yeah. Because if you don't know what you want, you're going to end up at some place which you might not necessarily be as happy as you could be. Um, you might luck out. You might be unbelievably happy. But know what you want from your college first and then like start to look at the other things uh, in regards to like when you actually get to the campus that you've chosen 
reach out to use your teammates. Like that's a big thing. Like use your teammates, the, the people in the older year groups and you, they've been through the stuff you've been, you're going through currently use them. They are an, a resource. Like they know exactly what you're going through. They can help you. They can give you advice. They can support you. Like <clears throat> they're unbelievable. Make sure like you're able to communicate how you're feeling with your coaches or at least get a relationship of which you feel comfortable with telling them how, like what you're feeling. And so just communicate, just communicate with the, with the people who you're, you're closest with, who you're going to see every day. Like whether that be your trainer, your, your coach, your teammate, your um, weights coach, like just communicate and make sure people know what you're going through so they can help you. Um, that I find, I feel like that will help you tremendously. Like, yeah, get some pe- get some people who you can you can rely on and just yeah help get people who you know are going to be able to support you yeah yeah and and make sure to make sure to do it like your own way you know like you got to make sure like i think you talked about it a little bit earlier like how it's how you're going to college you know you're it's it's going to come down yep. you didn't really you, i mean your your parents kind of persuaded you to Iowa but I think in the end it was it was you because you need to figure out what you want to do and and you're going to be there for four years. You know, I think yeah. for I mean I think you could probably agree with me on this that like you know being a going from high school to college is, is a huge step. But I mean I think the the biggest thing that everyone needs to take take advantage not take advantage of but like take into consideration is that like like you said write down everything you want like. A student athlete who who wants to you know do so well in their in their sport could also differ from someone who wants both you know like doing great in their sport but also wants a social life or I mean those those two are huge so I mean I think I think writing down that and um, I think the pros I think pros and cons are pretty pretty big right I mean you know you want this from a school but you also don't want this. Like, I think a, a notepad or, or anything you can write on. I mean, I think what I wrote on was, uh, you know, notes on, like, an iPod or iPhone. Like, you know, you have it everywhere. You read it anytime. You remind yourself what you want. And, um, I mean, I think that's – I think you'd agree with me on that. Like, you're going to college. Your sister's not going. Your brother's not going. You know, like, you're going to college. You're going to be by yourself. Yeah. So what makes you most comfortable? You know, I think I think that's that's definitely huge. You know, so yeah, big time. Yeah, um, yeah. So so based off that, I mean, what what advice would you give yourself? I mean, looking back, <laughs> on, <laughs> looking back <laughs> on now, you know, what 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 could what you could have changed? I mean, like, what what would you do? What would you tell yourself if I was put back into freshman year? Yeah, or or just senior year high school. Okay, um, for one, I would probably time manage. <laughs> time manage, yes. Uh, <laughs> I think I would have. I probably would have waited longer to sign, just to like see, just to see like the multiple options. I'm happy with Iowa. I'm glad I chose Iowa and all that. Um, but maybe just to experience like some other some other places as well because I, I obviously my where I looked at was very limited. I looked at two schools mm-hmm. that actually in person 
Yeah. I know people who go who go to college and haven't even been to the the campus that they go to, who are international. Like, like so it doesn't. It's not that big of a deal, but I think uh, definitely leading up to going to college, planning planning on uh, uh, what exactly I, I knew what I wanted from college. Like I had set yeah. aspirations I wanted out of the college. Uh, uh, but maybe make connections before you even get to campus, to be honest. Um, I didn't, I literally, I don't think I, the only people I spoke to before going to the campus, obviously coach, some of my teammates as well. And that was pretty much it. But like, there are so many different platforms of which you can use and go find other people who are going in the same time as you who are in exactly the same boat, going to the same place as you. You might as well make connections while you can because then, they can, they're going through exactly the same as you. You might as well yeah. endure it together, you know? Yeah. And then uh, freshman year, just let people help. Uh, I mean, one thing I'd give my, myself advice for is just let people help you. Like, I was quite, quite stubborn, especially in the opening couple of weeks, which is why I found, found it yeah. so tough. Uh, I didn't let people help me. Like, I felt, I was like, no, this is, this is the way I'm going to do it. Like, I'm going to suck it up. I'm gonna get this done, da 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 da. And really, like, I've got three hundred, three people who are knocking on my door, going, "Look, Ollie, we've been through this before. Just take our advice," kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I've had that too. <laughs> Be open to other people's advice. That's that's the big one. That was it. But don't let them persuade you. <laughs> huh? No, no, no. Take it. Take it. Make a critical analysis of it. Yeah, exactly. And then exactly. Act on it. Yeah. All right. So the final question, you, the the moment that everybody everybody has been waiting for. Okay. What are the three top songs or artists that you're listening to during quarantine? I got oh, I got enough. So I got enough. Favorite. So bad with favorites. Uh, <laughs> People are bored. Right. People want to know. People need new music. What do you got? Okay, so I like so obviously we have different types of music here in the UK as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like <clears throat> I listen to there's a guy called Skepta in uh, in the UK. He just released a new album called Insomnia. I rate that. It's okay. pretty good. All right. Uh, Stormzy as well is one of my favorite artists. Just okay. all of his stuff. I love that as well. And then, uh, what's it called? Uh, I'm listening. I'm listening to quite a lot of just quite a lot of Roddy Rich at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> I like him. Yes. What's it called? You introducing me to the Tusi Slide. I can't stop listening to the song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't listen to it without dancing. You no, can't listen no, to it without dancing. Yeah. Dude, the song I wake up and I'm like, the first song I put on is that. Yeah. I have to listen to it. It's so good. That might be the next uh, the next warm up song or pump up song for the new year, huh? Oh, for sure. Like that might be the yeah, no, for I sure. Yeah, the first song. How we get? What about you? I'm gonna reverse this. Yeah, three favorites. Oh, Go. look at this. <laughs> uh, what have I been listening to? I've been listening to, uh, actually, yesterday I started listening to a lot more Drake. 
um, kind of the, the Views album. Okay. Okay, that one, that was pretty good. Okay. What I listened to. Oh my gosh. Oh, I've been listening to um, Oprah's Bank Account. It's by, okay. it's a good song. It's a good song. And, okay. uh, um, oh gosh. I don't know. I've just kind of been listening to everything. I mean, me and my dad are listening to the Aladdin soundtrack or the Greatest Showman soundtrack. <laughs> Unbelievable. Why? How good is it? So good. Yes. I, you listen to this. The Greatest Showman soundtrack or the movie. Either one works. Uh, I, I've got, an, uh, I've got uh, something to admit. I've never actually made it through the whole of The Greatest Showman. I've watched it four times, but I've fallen yeah. asleep. You need to, <laughs> all of it. You need to watch all of it. It gets so good. All right, I'll try to watch it. But, uh, but yeah, so. The good. What's up? I said the Aladdin soundtrack is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. That one, the new one. The new one. With Will yeah. Smith? Yeah. Great production. Great movie. Great movie. Well, Ollie, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Tell, uh, no. I, I can't wait to see you soon, hopefully in the fall. And um, if anyone wants to know, it's Ollie Okonkwo on Instagram. And uh, give my guy a follow from London. So, hey. <laughs> thanks so much for being on here, buddy. I appreciate it. Right. Of course. Anything for you. All right. See you soon. Woo! Did you get goosebumps? Because I know I did. And I do know that that was another great episode of the On Top Soon podcast and another great opportunity to learn how you can be the best and to reach your full and highest potential. Thank you so much to the very talented athlete we had on today. And before you go, please go give our Twitter account a follow at On Top Soon Podcast and go rate us on iTunes to give us some feedback on how we can be better every single day. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we'll look forward to hearing from you soon.